expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Another show of the You Better Live with your girl, Goddess Chess. You know, Chess World, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. Oh, yes, baby. Last show of the year, 2022, is rolling on out, and we are approaching the year of 2023. Thank you all who have been following, sharing, subscribing. All of that for the show, all of that for the page, supporting me since day one. We got it started here on 811. Yes, the show is a mighty, mighty Leo, just like me. Um, and yes, this is the last show of the year, guys. Oh my goodness. Make sure if you're interested in being a guest or just coming through to talk to me about whatever. Some people always have questions. Why? How can I be a guest? You know, it doesn't always mean that you got to have a business or whatever else like that. Look, if you want to come through here and talk to me, you can do that. That's what we open this platform for. Sit on here and talk to me about these pressing issues or these topics that I bring up. Because you already know we do it. Your news, our views. But we want to get it started, right? Because I got some things to talk to you about tonight. Yes, I got some what in the world and some what in the what. So y'all know what's up and y'all know how I bring it. Let's start it off with this prayer because, you know, in all things, we got to give honor and praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for bringing us here. 2022 has been a trying one, but baby, it could have been worse. And I'm just grateful to be here today. There's a lot of people that started the new year with us. There's a lot of people who started as supporters of my show that I have recognized that will not be here, that are not here today and will not be going into the new year with me, so, or with us, so, yo, be grateful, 
If for anything, be grateful. If you don't realize anything, be grateful. We know a lot of bad went down, but it was all in our good. So come on, y'all. Let's get this prayer. God, thank you. Thank you for bringing us to another day, oh, Father God. Thank you for keeping us and blessing us, oh, Father God. I ask you to bless all of the viewers, oh, Father God, all of the listeners, oh, Father God. Bless all of my social media friends, Lord. Bless my family. I send blessings and light out to all of your families, oh, God. I ask you to comfort the hearts of those, oh, Father God, who are filled with sorrow, oh, Father God. Oh, Father God, bring lightness, oh, Father God, to the darkness, oh, Father God, that a lot of people cannot see through, oh, Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for who you are, Father God, and for who you say we are. May we, oh, Father God, continue to focus on you, leaning on your understanding and not our own. Oh, Father God, may this new year approaching us be a joyous, prosperous, peaceful, and loving one, oh, Father God, for all mankind mankind when we may we learn to love and to pray for one another amen 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 mm. uh, 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 uh. i'm just happy y'all i'm happy i'm so happy i'm so happy look that's a little joke <laughs> me and my son do with my daughter is a video when she was real young and that's what she was saying i'm so happy um and yeah i feel happy to feel happy and in this moment because just like i said this is my last show of 2022. I am looking forward to all of the blessings, all of the grand things that are coming my way in 2023, as well as y'all. So I speak it over my life and over everyone out there listening. Oh, yeah, you better live. Oh, my goodness, y'all. In 2022, we had a whole bunch of losses. Um, just like I was mentioning, there's a lot of people that started out this year. There's a lot of people I know that were giving me well wishes and support for my show when I was starting in August that are not here today. So for anything, um, I just want to acknowledge that and how precious life is and how you can be here today, gone today, okay? So just rejoice. Um, a lot of times, you know, people say we only gather for funerals and this verbal said and everything else like that. Um, but at the same time, even a gathering in a funeral, um, I say try any moment you have to make memories, to make moments with your families, your loved ones, whoever is loving on you. Um, but even in the midst of the sorrow, the funeral, and God sees fit to bring us together. Um, that's why it's just a homecoming celebration, a, a celebration of life. Um, it still is a blessed um, occasion because for whatever reason, you know, all of us knew this individual. They all had an impact on their life and God seemed fit for us to come together to love on one another. So just be mindful of that. Um, I'm funeral out. I'm funeral out. You know, it's always my my utmost respect to share or go and give my condolences and my last respects. Um, but there's been so many funerals this year, so many death everybody is dying and it's an eerie feeling and that's why i'm gonna keep on pushing this you better live you better you better you better you better live 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 you better i'm trying to tell you y'all um so what's up we here if you here let me know you're here holler at me on the chat just say hey chad say something um you know the phone line's gonna be coming open um, you'll see the number coming across the bottom of the screen. You know, sometimes I remember it. Sometimes I don't. But as soon as it come back, I'm going to shout it out. So just call me. 
um, let me see or no, let me know what's going on. Because I'm saying see, right? Because I'm trying to read the comments, but it's not none yet. So I'm probably here by myself. But guess what? It's all good up in this hood and I am just living. All right. Got a couple of topics I just wanted to bring up. Y'all already know we talked a numerous times about my girl, Brittany Griner, who was in the grinder over there in Russia. Um, Brittany, for this year, I've seen um, some updates on her. Her Christmas wish was for everyone to write and support Mr. Paul Whelan. Um, Paul Whelan is another American who was detained still um, in, a in that country. They say false imprisonment, uh, meaning should not be detained. Um, a lot of people, when Brittany got released now, they was like mad at the girl. Like they was mad at her. Like she had some say so and what went down. Um, because originally I said the reports were saying for the swap that they were going to do mm -hmm, for that arms dealer. Yeah, they call him Mr. Something. I forgot. It was something crazy, though. Um, <laughs> but initially the word was out that they were going to release both of them just for him. Um, but that changed. And Mr. Whalen is still there. Um, Brittany credits him for sending her letters of support during her imprisonment. Yes. He reached out to her. She said his letters definitely helped her get through. Um, he also was profound, um, him and his family, advocating for her release um, as well. You know, so he supported her, wrote her letters, um, basically helped her get through with his imprisonment because he had been there um, for so long. And she said it definitely made a difference. Um, so her Christmas wish is for people to not forget him, to write to him, um, to continue to advocate for his release and so forth. Um, so I just wanted to mention that that was like really, really, really touching to me um, because I know, I know for a fact that she probably feels some type of way um, about her being released or whatever. I'm not saying feel no type of way because I know old sister girl was definitely happy that she got the opportunity to spend the holidays and everything with her family. Um, but also on top of that, just to be released, period. Because you know, her getting all that time for that little vape was like outrageous. So yeah. Um, so now that she is released, um, I guess she's just trying to adjust back to the normalcy of her life. Um, but of course she has that on her heart. Um, so prayers go out to Paul Whalen, prayers still go out to Brittany Granda, who is now released. Um, but I'm sure it was a um, an event that will affect her for the rest of her life. And don't go back over there, homegirl. Do not go back over there. We talked about that before, just wondering um, what will come from it as far as, you know, her getting more notoriety um, for legalization of marijuana. Everybody was kind of saying, no, it's too soon. Um, she probably won't go down that avenue, um, but probably will, you know, start addressing some of the you know, the false imprisonments and different things like that. I don't know. But thank God she's home. Paul Whalen is still over there. And Brittany Granda definitely has him on her heart. So guess what? If you can look up the information, um, because once I've seen it, um, I just don't seen it. I say, oh, that might be something that um, I can do. You know, write them, write a letter. You know, I like to talk. I can write a letter. So, yeah, support for Paul Whalen, and if you can look it up, you can write him, or, you know, speak on his head, write a letter to the president, or whatever, um, do that, but yeah, people was mad at the sister when she got released, um, saying that he should have been um, released first, but yeah, I just wanted to make that point that she had no say-so in that, 
she couldn't determine, you know, those was all talks between the president because if she had some say-so in that, she would have been out. Like, come on, y'all be for real. Y'all be mad at the wrong stuff. Like when I was talking about it from the beginning um, and when it first originally happened and everybody was saying, oh, well, she broke, she did the crime. She gonna do the time. And I understand that, but guess what? It should be fair. Um, and reports and also um, the information from the NA courts was basically saying that no one ever, meaning a Russian citizen, um, for the same charge or whatever, got that extent of time. So it just wasn't fair. It wasn't fair from the jump. But you know what? They played their hand, uh, what that's called political, <laughs> political warfare. They played their hand. They know what they was doing. It happened right before that war over there started. Um, they held the sister. Um, I felt like it was outrageous, okay, even if it was illegal, just on the president um, of who she was and coming over there to play on your team. You didn't really see support from her teammates over there, the coaches, everybody kind of went silent. Um, so I was glad to see that her team here was still, you know, backing her and things of that avenue. Um, but it was, it was just a weird, it was a weird, weird, weird situation. Um, that was something that happened this year. This 2022 just was weird you know what i'm saying it just was weird um but this was definitely a growthful year i know a lot of people had been focused on their growth focused on their healing and it definitely was that for me but it just was weird um and like i said every was so much death and everything else like that and when one death happened it kind of brings up all of the rest so it's like we can a constant grief constant mourning um so um, just like i started the show and prayers for you all um, that was another thing before I got on the show. I um, just was going to make mention of that. Um, this is another year. Baltimore is ready to be well over 300 homicides. I looked that up. Homicides, Baltimore City, 2022 in the list. Oh, my goodness. Um, I went through the list. It's just so disheartening. You know, you see all the names, all the ages um, from babies, one years old on up. I think the, the oldest person I might have seen on there was in their 70. But um, to really recognize um, when you're looking at that list and what it consists of, that these are actually people who lost their lives through senseless violence. Some was gun violence, they got stabbed. Um, some was from arson. All that crap, all that crap is just so airy, you know, when I looked at that list. So, yes, a couple of people that I can remember, especially the youth who left us. And even when I was looking at that list, right, um, it was a couple of youth that I had the privilege of working with before. Um, I seen their names on there. I had no idea um, that that was them. So I was associating the name with the age. Like, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that it is just crazy to think about it. You know what I'm saying? When you look at it. Um, I didn't been to events before where they do um, the moment of silence for the victims in Baltimore. And just to say that it's just so long, you know, for them to read all of these names um, one by one. It's just so disheartening. It's, it's crazy, y'all. Um, praying and manifesting that 2023 is a better one. Um, because, yeah, in Baltimore City, the federal <laughs> authorities is helping with this out-of-line crime here in Baltimore. If y'all notice, um, the federal <laughs> authorities have been doing a lot of investigations. They've been taking over a lot of cases, especially for these re-offenders, um, people who constantly get locked up for the, the same thing all the time. Um, I just now was seeing that 
you know, people who were normally getting locked up and like the step on the wrist may get a couple of years. Um, but of course, they'll serve a couple of months and they'll come out on probation because we already know that the prisons is overbooked. They overbook, overlocked up, right? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and the federal authorities coming through. So it's like one brother I seen on there that was keep getting arrested for carjackings, would get out, you know, stealing people's cards. He got 15 years. Um, they just now did this investigation and locked a couple of people up from the gang. Hosea had some ties to the um, the BGF. Um, they got years on prom years. So, yeah, they ain't playing. Um, at this point, ATP, right, I'm saying Baltimore, far as L, state government, do what y'all got to do. Let them come on in here. Um, the thing that we was against was the pro pro police brutality and the harassment of citizens who are not breaking the crimes or not breaking the law. Um, but for those who are and are consistently doing it, yeah, they need to be uprooted on up out of here um, because it definitely needs to be a change in Baltimore. Um, while I was talking about the deaths, right, I just now seen um, another great Joe Mercer Mar Marley, um, the grandson of the famous Bob Marley, has died at the age of 31. Um, he was found um, unresponsive um, in his car. It is a legend. It was due to an asthma attack, um, but that has not been confirmed by medical um, personnel. Um, but yeah, everybody just dying. Everybody just dying. Um, and when I was looking at his information or whatever, you know, he was the eldest son of Joseph Marley. Um, um no, sorry. His name was Joseph. He was the eldest son of Stephen Marley, right? Um, and when I was looking at his information, I'm just amazed too. Like that Marley family, their extent of musical, um, just accolades and everything they've done um, for that culture is just amazing. So um, unfortunately, like a lot of artists, you nobody until you gone, not nobody till they kill you. Sorry, Biggie, I'm not quoting you on this one, um, but you nobody sometimes until you gone. And we gotta change that. Everybody is somebody. Um, but yes, rest in peace to Joseph Marley, um, who went by Joe Mercer Marley. Um, he was an artist as well, following the footsteps of his family, of their legacy. Um, but so young, gone so young, um, like so many, um, just like how we were here. Um, I was looking at that list. I can remember a couple of the young lady, Kelsey Washington, um, Nikayla, uh, what was her last name? I'm trying to think. Um, Strada, Strada, Strada. So one was 13, one was 15. Those were two young ladies that were killed here in Baltimore. Um, so that type of stuff just was on my, my mind, y'all, because like I said, I was going down that list and I was like, wow, 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 wow. Um, I want to get on my what and the what's, but I'm going to leave that for the end of, end of the show because it was just so petty and it was so funny to me. Um, but I'm going to let y'all think about it, right? Um, just imagine you are terminally ill and operable cancer. You are placed inside a medical facility, which is generally like a hospice setting um, because there's nothing else that they can do for you. Um, you are in there doing your own means to stay comfortable well, as reported, what your doctor told you to do. 
and your hospital won't get raided and you're cited for drug possession. But I'm going to tell y'all all about it and tell you where the patty was the patty. Um, I was talking about it with the CEO and the producer of Be Exposed Radio before we started on the show. And yes, y'all know he always got to go to the standards of it and what's the law. And he's like, when they call the police, they still had to cite him, but it still was petty. And we definitely, definitely got to talk about it. So be ready to talk about that. Um, another thing, Baltimore, Javante Tank Davis. What in the what? He has been detained again, y'all, down in Florida. Come on, Tank. What's going on? Come on. Represent Baltimore. Because that's what I get taught of, too. You know, everything that comes from us, you know, it, we, we get that positive notoriety, but then it's always clouded by this negative jump. Um, so him, you know, before has had issues with domestic violence. I talked about him before on the show with his accident that he had here, um, which was like a hit and run right here on Martin Luther King. Um, just everything. And the young brother, 28 years old, I guess you don't know is that they always going to be checking for you, Tank. They waiting for you to do something. They waiting for you. Um, but anyway, he allegedly struck and caused bodily harm to a lady um, up in Florida. He was detained on, I believe, um, Tuesday. Yeah, he was detained on Tuesday, the 27th, um, a couple of weeks before he is supposed to um, head off with Hector Garcia on January the 7th. No further information has been supplied, provided um, about his um, release, you know, regarding like his bond or anything else like that. But yeah, he over there, I guess he practicing. It's not funny, y'all. <laughs> but this is like the second time I heard it is uh, El Brother being like charged for domestic violence. Leave these women alone. Keep your hands off these women. He pulls a hit in the side of her right first out of here and left a small cut on her lip. I don't know, but the eldest here, whoever was a mentor to the brother, please reach out to him. Um, I don't know, because I know things can happen. Um, a lot of brothers, you know, I got a lot of guy friends, and I know they've had situations before, and I know females can provoke, and I know females put their hands on people and all that too. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the situation was. Um, but Javante, come on, bro. You got better. You is raining. Come on, rain supreme, King. You is raining. Keep all that fighting for the rain. And especially on these women, on these black women. See, so that's why I was saying, like, I don't know what happened, but I also don't want to downplay evil because a lot of times, you know, um, for us being a black woman when it comes to that, like domestic violence, anything, disrespect, um, all of that stuff, we suppose accept it. And then a lot of times um, when it comes to us being assaulted or something of that nature, um, it's always that question, like, well, what did you do? Or what happened? Or what did you say? Or, oh, she be provoking stuff or she be irritating or whatever else like that. Um, nevertheless, it still doesn't make it right for anybody to put their hands on you. But if you one of them women, you know you be picking, stop picking. Stop picking. Because these dudes be hitting. And it ain't right. It ain't right, Tank. It ain't right, Tank. But I hope he get his mind right instead of keep on hitting people upside their head. Um, allegedly. 
get his mind right. Do what you got to do, good brother, because they definitely going to be checking for you. They checking for you. Come on, you from Baltimore. Um, you definitely made a profound mark already on the sport, on the boxing. You already, you know, in your legacy, making your legacy. Just stop letting this stuff like this be a part of it, okay? Okay, because they is happy to report this type of stuff. Um, so that was in Broward County, Parkland District, yes. Um, in Florida, he was arrested on domestic violence charges, and I just was like, okay. Okay, come on, Javante. Focus on your fights. Focus on your fights. Um, because I also heard, or whatever, I guess it's confirmed or whatever, that he's no longer with, um, what was it, Mayweather. Mayweather. Yeah, he's no longer under his promotion or under his team or whatever else like that. Um, supposedly to open himself up for more opportunities to fight and stuff like that. Things, I guess, that he felt like they were holding him back from. Um, so this fight that's coming up in January was supposedly one of them. Um, so brother, you gotta stay out of jail. You gotta stay out of trouble. We want to keep on making your coin, um, and keep on getting these fights and everything else like that, because that's one thing that I know for sure. My 40 years of being here is that an attitude, um, type of stuff like that, bad temper and everything else like that will definitely, definitely mess up opportunities for you. Um, because you got to have that self-control. People don't feel like you got self-control. Um, you can be tr trusted in certain environments and certain settings. People ain't going to want to deal with you. Come on now. Why would I invest in you or put my faith or whatever behind you or even my support or whatever I was like that, um, to know that this crazy stuff going to keep on happening. Now, I mean, we all go do stuff. We all you know what I'm saying, subject to being a little bit of controversy, a little bit of drama. But I'm just saying as much as you can, try to avoid it. Like real talk. That was one of my things. That's why the topic was of the show. What? Come on now. I'm just talking and I didn't even tell you the topic. Um, but that's why the topic was saying like New Year, New You, cliche, the cliche and the taboo. Because people think when the New Year approaches and we all saying, um, that I'm going to do this new. I'm going to develop this new habit. People say, oh, it's cliche. That's what we say um, for the new year. And then there's a lot of things um, that I feel that are taboo that people don't want to talk about. You know, the the negative because nobody, that, that's something else in growth too. Nobody wants to really acknowledge some bad habits or bad characteristics of them or things that they can do better. Um, They'll say what they'll do better, but they don't really acknowledge what it is exactly stopping them from doing better. Um, so, yeah, this is the time people are starting to think about, starting to embrace and manifest what their New Year resolutions are. And resolutions are. And I say cliche because people say, oh, why you got to wait to the New Year? Oh, you know, because just like everything else, all other holidays, you got those people that just say, oh, this is made up. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's their calendar, not ours. Um, but nevertheless, look, New Year is coming up. If you need a resolution to be a better you, then what's the problem? Do you. I live for it, and you better live. Um, whatever day it takes. Because I tell you, people say you can't change it overnight, but yes, you can. So if it takes the New Year for you to sit there and recognize some things that you need to do to be a better person coming into the New Year, then do that. Um, but just like I say, you got to do some self-reflection now. Um, you can't only embrace that good. You got to embrace that bad and think about what you can do. 
to be better, what you can do to be better. You know what I'm saying? So that always goes back to that serenity prayer, right? God, 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 grant me the serenity. Grant me the serenity, y'all. Grant me the serenity. Um, so yeah. All right, y'all. Next thing. I'm just running them down, right? Because this is the last show of the year. Like I said, I feel so abundantly blessed for this opportunity to be able to come through here on every Thursday. And just like I said, I was dancing when the show started because I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, of course, sometimes emotionally I'm sad because there's so many people that I'm missing, so many people um, that I lost this year, so many people that I know that lost people this year, um, so many people that I know lost their jobs, their houses. I mean, it was just so much loss this year. Um, all of that. And I'm in all of those <laughs> categories. Only thing, thank you, by the grace of God, when it was getting cold, um, I did not um, lose my house, my, my my boy, my truck, my big old Suburban. He's still running, still running strong. Um, but yeah, y'all, I mean, no matter what I'm going through, I can just rejoice in that fact. Like, I know some people that is gone and shit that wasn't nothing but full of life. Um, and I can say the same thing for us last year. So every day, y'all, I'm just trying to live and I'm encouraging y'all to live um, because we can beat ourselves up and we can beat ourselves up pretty badly. And I am guilty of doing that. So that's why I tell y'all, you know, I go through some tests. Um, me coming and sharing with you is always my way of giving my testimony um, because I tell you, you know, people know me to try to be a little bubbly, smiley and jokely and stuff. Um, but I share that to help somebody, let them know, like, no, you ain't the only one. Oh, I done been through that or whatever. I'll say that. And it's also a blessing when you got to tell a person what you've been through. You know, how we always say you don't look like what you've been through when you got to tell a person because people don't know. Um, so a lot of stuff I hold inside because I'm not a, um, I'm a sympathizer and an empathizer all day long. Um, but I guess um, times before when we talked about mental health, sometimes you hold stuff to yourself because you don't want people to give you like that pity, right? Um, but God has truly, truly spoke to my spirit and said, why not? You know, because I cry out to him, God, pity me, pity me, you know, um, and my humbleness, you know, pity me, pity me. Um, so I'm learning to share more. I'm learning that it is okay not to be okay. Um, how many times have we heard that? Um, you probably said that to yourself. How many times this year? How many people have you known have said that and had to embrace that? Um, but yeah, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not have it all the time. It's okay to say no. Um, but in spite of all those things, in spite and despite <laughs> all of those things, we still here. We still here. So you should rejoice. You should rejoice. I'm telling you, you should rejoice. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up was about the Dallas Cowboys owner. Yeah, you know, Jerry Jones, right? Everybody know about the photo that came up. Um, the 1957 um, photo on civil rights movement. Um, was really strong in Little Rock, all Kansas. Um, and the reason I'm bringing it up because um, I remember um, LeBron, he spoke on it after it was all of this um, controversy, you know, about Kyrie Irving and his comments, right? Um, and 
it was just different stuff about, you know, race and all that. You know, we know that's always issues and concerns, right? Um, but this really didn't get any, I mean, it was kind of like pushed on the rug. He he kind of gave the explanation, was like, oh, I was just a curious kid, um, 15 years old, um, a sophomore at the school. Um, he was more concerned about getting in trouble with his football coach um, who had told the players not to go. So that's my question. Why was you there? Um, you being curious, he said that he really didn't know what the situation was or how profound the event was. He was just being curious, you know, at the time, um, he really didn't know what was going on. He's sure glad that he's a long way away from that. I am, I am. Like he has to tell himself, right. And reassure himself that, that that's really how he feels. Right. Um, and that will remind me just to continue doing everything we can not to have those things happen. Um, that was his statement. He was saying that he was being a curious kid. Um, but I call bullshit because Mr. Jones, 15 years old, back then, baby, you knew what was going on. And to also know that your coach told you not to go there, right? So, okay, they found him in this photo anyway, 1957. He was outside the school um, in Arkansas with a mob of white students um, who were stopping six black boys from entering the school because the school was um, segregated. And he said he didn't know what was going on. He just was showing up. He wasn't participating in the mob. But you right there in the mob. You right there in the picture. Jerry Jones, I mean, I ain't saying nothing that you did, but you was there. You was there in the picture. And it's bullshit to say that you don't know what was going on. Excuse my language, y'all, because that's another one of my resolutions, right? But, no, it, it upset me. So, look, I'm using that language because it upset me a little bit, right? <laughs> but I'm like, what? Like, how you going to say you just was a curious kid? You didn't know what was going on. You just showed up. You weren't part of the mob. You just showed up. So what was your purpose of going? You knew what was going on? You knew. You was living. You was 15. You knew they ain't want y'all in no schools together. And you knew that when you was going, it was a reason that your football coach told you not to go. Right? So even a statement alone, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't know how true it is. If he said what he said, then okay. But bullshit, Mr. Jones. Bullshit. You was there. You was there in that picture. You was on the side. You might not have been there to participate in the mob, but you was on the side of the mob. And you were standing right there and you knew what the whole situation was all about. You knew. You knew. How you going to give something you did not know? You did not know. You was a curious kid. Curious about what? Curious, did you want the black kids in school with you? Curious about what? Please let us know. But anyway, it ain't a whole bunch to talk about it because that's how they did, right? Um, <laughs> they ain't gonna talk about that, but I wanted to talk about it because I was like, really, what in the world? Like, I'm one of the people that read and try to, you know what I'm saying? I don't judge nobody. I don't judge nobody. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Bible say don't judge, but then it also say don't judge and hates meaning don't make shit up to judge somebody or something that you really don't know. So just from him just giving his caption, um, or no, his feel on it, because it wasn't no caption, but what I was reading was basically like quoting him and what he said, right? And I'm like, yo, that's BS. Who knew? You was there and you knew, and you was in that picture. And when the picture surfaced, um, it's just crazy to me that it wasn't more talk about it. Not that it should be 
not that it should have been more talk, like, I mean, what, to get them in trouble or whatever else like that, but yeah, that's basically show where your mind or whatever, where was that? You knew. Hey, Miss Queen T, you here with me. What's going on? This is the last show of the year, and Miss Queen T has been here with me. A very, very lovely supporter. Yes, that was the queen that helped us on one of our shows when we were talking about um, that fight that went down up there um, between Polly and City. She was right there with, she was right there on the scene and she came through on that show, called through on the show and let us know what was what and what was up with that. So we appreciate her and I appreciate you coming through tonight. Um, we just bringing up some stuff, some recaps of the year, things that we have previously talked about on the You Better Live show. Give me y'all a couple of updates, a couple of new things, because I don't think I talked about this Jerry Jones thing before. Um, but yeah, I'm calling BS. Jerry Jones, you were 15. He was a sophomore back in 1957. Yes, that might be true. You might have been a curious kid at 15. I can remember being curious too. Um, but for you to say you don't know what was going on, um, about the whole situation, you just was going that day, and to be curious about the situation, that's BS, because you absolutely knew. You knew you was in the school that was second graded. Um, I'm sure back then in Little Rock, like I said, that was just like the, the central of that civil rights movement, so you knew all what was going on, all the racial tensions, all the racial injustice, all of that. You knew all of that, so you knew when you was going out to this high school to stand there on the side with the white wall, whether it was your intention to be um, included in the mob or not, you were, sir, you were, you were, sir. So it was BS to say that you just was a curious kid. You didn't really know what was going on. You just was more concerned about getting in trouble with your coach or whatever. So that you should have gotten in trouble because he told you not to go. He told you not to go, but that was back in 1957, y'all. And I just wanted to bring it up because like I said, had it been one of us, I'm always saying it right, one of us black skins, um, <laughs> they would have still been talking about it and they definitely would have judged me for it. You know what I mean? Um, in a few years from now, when y'all see me on TV doing my little sign language and everything else like that, trust me, when I'm famous for that, when I'm famous for this show, oh, definitely they're going to dig up some stuff. I don't remember being in no no racist photos though, but they gonna try to dig up everything. Um, but you know, he got the complexion for the protection. So his comment that he made, um, I guess it was good enough. And that kind of just went on away. It kind of just like dwindled away. Yes, it did. Um, we talked about Brittany Griner, her being released, her still wanting us to have prayers and support for Mr. Paul Whalen. Um, so like I said, if you can look that up, write him, write him, write the president, um, because he want to come home. Um, and other news, BG, BG, yes, the hot boys, he was finally released. How long he was locked up? For a long time, that's all I know. Um, but I can remember that was my error, me being a young teenage girl, a curious teenage girl, right, Jerry Jones? Like, But I knew who was going on right there. Um, but BG was like one of my favorite from that whole group, from the whole Hot Boys, because back then, Lil Wayne wasn't even really rapping. He just was more so like the hype man. And you, if you really was following it, right, you, you would know that. Um, but BG was released. I seen the video um, where he was greeting his loved ones. Um, he was looking good. Like, he a little thick, got some weight on him. Um, 
and he out now. So I'm looking to see what he's going to do in regards to music um, and everything else like that. I don't know. It would be it would be nice if he if he come out. I guess now what needs to be the wave is some positivity, some positive music, right? Some some give back music. We already know about the struggle. We know about drugs. We know about the bang bang, kill kill, shoot them up, all of that. Um, so maybe he can talk about his experience, um, how he got through something, something inspirational. I don't know. I don't say I ain't saying. Don't follow your artistry and do what you want to do and say what you want to say. But yeah, I think that as a people, we need to start getting away with that because music has really changed. It really has. And I think that it plays a major part. Excuse me, y'all. I'm all a little clogged up. I don't know why. Um, this heat then came on. I'm not a heat person either. I'm not a heat person. <laughs> I'm a summer baby. I'm not a heat person. I'm one of the people that got a fan all through the year. Yes, I am. Um, but we need to get away from that. Like, you know, music has changed. When I'm in my car, um, I have a station now, my little um Teddy Pentagrass station, whatever try to listen to some nice RB, um, some nice classics, even in hip hop. But a lot of L music when it comes to RB and hip hop used to really be, you know, inspirational, really had meaning towards it and everything else like that. And this music today, oh my goodness. And I'll tell you now, some of the raunchiness, I like it. I can't lie. I'll be liking some of it. Boom, boom. It be, some of them be my hits. Um, but could you imagine just listening to it all day, constantly, all day, somebody telling you, shoot them up, do this drug, do this, do that, F this person, F that person, that girl ain't nothing, the black girl. It's just a whole bunch of mess. So hopefully, I don't know. Give us something good, BG. Um, but it's good to see that he is released. I know he's been locked up for a long time because, like I said, I was a teenager when he got locked up. And I'm 40 now, so, yeah, probably been gone for a long time. Might have been in my 20s. I don't know. But I got to look at that. I, I had to see. Um, of course, when we come into the new year, um, we still going to be running strong. Um, still on the workings of booking our guests. We do have a... Yes, for the start of the year, the first Thursday, Sister Shanika, who is a real estate agent, she's going to come through. Um, typically, what I've been trying to do is before the shows, when I have a guest, I'll do like a little real introducing them, trying to get you excited to watch. Yeah, because if you want to know, you got to watch the show, watch the show, right? Um, and that's what I'll do. I'll do that next week. Um, but even when I ain't got no guests, shoot, 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 I'm my own guest, the host of my own guest. I'm going to start even doing it for myself, at least to let y'all know um, what these topics is um, or what's going on or what I'm going to talk about. So when you come here, you can be a little bit right, right? And y'all can talk to me about these things. Um, another thing, because like we said, 2022 was weird. There was some weird stuff going on. Now, do y'all remember um, the lady Shantiri Wims? Yes, that was the owner of the Kids Castle Development Center and Owens Mills. Remember in July? And that was before I started the show when she shot her husband, 57 years old James Wims, um, for allegedly, yeah, allegedly assaulting, child molestating, molestation, touching some kids on her daycare. I think up to three. So the sister, I guess how it came through, the prime or whatever had texted her phone, told her about the situation. 
Um, she's saying that she just acted in the moment, but of course, the prosecution is saying that it actually was premeditated. They seen some letters or something um, that she was supposed to, to write. But yeah, she got indicted um, back in October for the four charges. It was like gun possession, um, the assault, carrying a gun out of the home without a permit, um, without a license, things of that nature. Um, she was just now in court. They offer her two years um, following probation, but her legal defense is um, fighting for a lesser sentence. Um, basically, yes, this lady got the call that some kids at her daycare were being sexually molested by her husband, and she shot them. They, I think they were out in D.C. to attend some type of conference. She was accompanying him, and that's what happened. You know what I mean? That's what happened. That's what happened. And James Wims, he was a former Baltimore City police cop. I think that he had retired back in 2004, but did some contract work up into 2008. Um, so I don't know what his involvement in the daycare was, but obviously he was there, um, possibly because he was retired and had stopped or had ended his contractual work um, with the Baltimore Police Department, but was possibly supporting her with the business. Um, possibly in there doing something for him to be able to be around these kids. Um, so that one was up with her, yes. And he's still being held right out in Towson without a bond. So, I mean, yeah. So what that tell you? Um, it had to be some truth to it because, you know, we say like uh, allegedly and, and not even saying like that because I know it was like a lot of controversy uh, around this case. What was really shocking because people was like, good. She should have shot him. He molested those kids and everything else like that. And I get that. Um, but like we know, just like anybody, you take the law into your own hands. These are the consequences that you potentially face. Um, so I definitely can understand her position and being outraged, you know, to knowing that I entrusted you not only as my husband, but to be in my my business as a supporter around these children and you did something like this or to get that call, that text, however she got it, I'm sure it gave her that moment of insanity and she reacted. So whether she found out beforehand or afterhand, she found out and she shot him. Um, so they offering our sister two years um, and Mr. Wims is still locked up right out in Towson. Um, he is held on no bail, no bail in the Baltimore County Detention Center in Towson. Um, so I'm bringing these little things up because these are some things that happen in the year, but they kind of like all those things that happen. And then you rarely hear about it anymore. You know what I mean? That's how they do. So <laughs> this is your news and I'm giving our views on it. Um, but yeah, that's crazy to me too, that they, you really don't even hear about it. But uh, if it take anybody, you know, you know, God is shags going to get in and I'm going to dig up and see what is going on so I can bring it to you and we can talk about it. Um, so look out for that, y'all, because she is in court. Things are working the way they need to be working, I guess, in the legal system. And um, she's going to be potentially locked up for two years following probation. Me. Myself, I think it's an awesome deal. Um, I can understand her defense, arguing for a lesser 
charge because nobody ever wants to do any, any, any time. But two years, girl, and you just shot this man in the hotel. You better take that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they working it out for her legal um, counsel. Is she paying or anything else like that? I mean, I know daycare owners and sending some stuff, bringing good money. But yeah, since you've been attained, there's no money. Your business has been shut down. Um, it's two years. I'm, I'm assuming that she will get credit for the time that she's already been locked up. This happened in July. Um, and then she's being tried in district district um, court, actually, in a district court. So how we were just now talking about, like, the federal authorities coming here to make sure people who are re-offenders um, get those sentences where they get time and they're not released after, like, you know, when you're charged on the state level, you might get a couple of years, do a couple of months, and then you're released on the probation. So, yeah, sister, take that two years. And do that probation, because for real, with two years, what you may do? 10 months, you might do a year, 12 months, 13, I don't know, good behavior. I don't know how that go. I know I wouldn't want to be doing those two years either, but guess what? You shot somebody in a hotel in Washington, D.C. And I know that he allegedly touched those kids. And like I said, there must be some truth to it, because he's still locked up too with no bail. But girl, take that two years. Take that two years. Bless your lawyer's heart and bless your heart. You did what you felt was right, even though it was wrong. In the legal eye, in the law, it was wrong that you shot him. Took the matter in your own hands. But to be real, I feel you. I probably would have, I don't know. I, you know, I didn't want to incriminate myself, but I probably would have did the same thing. I don't know. But girl, take them two years. Take them two years. I mean, what, what you think? You ain't going to get nothing? That's just the law. That's how it is. Yes, Miss Queen T, they wasn't moving, investigating fast enough for her. I know. Like, it was, I don't know. I guess, or oh, that's what you're saying. Like, what happened? Like, the allegation was already out. And as you're saying that she went that avenue because of what happened, because when they went to the hotel, I thought they was going to an event together. So I thought everything was all good. So I guess she knew and was holding on to it. Or are you saying the overall investigation? Um, so let me know. But like I said, I don't know. Like I said, she ain't want to hear nothing. Once she heard what's supposed to be happening to them babies, she flipped. She flipped. She flipped. And she shot him. And she shot him. She was wrong. And you did a crime. And you do have to do the time. You have to have some type of consequences. They cannot let you just scot off. Okay? They cannot. They cannot. And I'm just saying, if it was me, and I know I shot somebody, even, you know, what the circumstances were. I'm taking that two years. I'm taking that two years. I'm not going to taunt the legal system. I'm not. I'm just saying, thank God that your husband was black girl. He wasn't a white man because you would have been like, let me stop playing because I was a Because <laughs> they would have been off of her 12. They were like, oh, no. <laughs> You know that, <laughs> yeah. and then you know they used to the the white man messing with the kid. Oh look, I'm mumbling that because I know I ain't right. Look, I'm trying to be right. You know I ain't right. So listen, um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, y'all. And then we was talking about um just the losses. I was talking about Miss Queen T because you seem like you is my only fan here with me tonight. I just was talking about how 2022 just was so like, uh, 
eerie, so weird, so much death around us. Um, one of my favorite singers, Baby Is You. We know we lost Jesse Powell this year. Um, the talented young brother, Willie Spence, um, who was on American Idol. I love him, Sean Bright Like a Diamond. I had knew about him from social media when he got famous from, um, from singing that. Um, and I just was also just making mention on how I had went down the whole list of all of the murders um, and how painful it was to really read all those names, those ages, um, see where they were killed and realize like, yeah, these people, these people, year after year, um, 300 and something, 300 and something people. Um, and as an estimate, they say that it's like unnecessary six people on average a week. Six people a week. That's unnecessarily losing their life. That's sad. That is sad. That is sad. That is sad. That is sad. Um, but we also talked about that the federal authorities is here for those rare friends, those people that keep on doing this crime. They're trying to make sure that they're going to do the time. Um, so hopefully it's going to be a shift in a new day in Baltimore. I mean, today. That shouldn't even start for the New Year's resolution. Um, but if the city has to take heed or the cliche of having a New York, New Year's resolution and saying more that they're going to do every time, because I feel like it's a New Year's resolution every time with the city, right? Every time our officials change, um, our mayors and everything else like that. Um, we talked about during the year um, on the show what was up for the vote, the legalization of marijuana. We talked about that question K and them having term limits. Um, what they definitely is trying to get back into the thing. Yeah, they trying to get it, I guess, reversed or something else like that. Saying that us as voters, we ain't know what we was talking about. Um, and I can be personally honest or not really knowing what the whole question K consists of um, about the term limits. And like I was ready to say, like, I can be honest because, you know, initially when I voted for it, it just was me saying, yeah, I'm tired of them getting in there, getting these jobs. Um, and just sitting in there, you know, just like collecting a check, not really doing the job or doing the work that they campaigned and said they were going to do before they got those positions, right? I'm like, yeah, in Baltimore, we always know that people a lot of times are in those positions um, because of their being popular. You know, once your name start ringing in Baltimore, whatever for certain things or whatever, that's what it is, even if you ain't doing nothing. Um, no more. So when I voted for that, that's what that's the position I was in, right? I was like, yeah, too many people getting in there. They saying they're gonna do things and they ain't doing it, and they're just sitting there. Like, no, we need to get them out of there. Um, but then I thought when I really thought about it, now of course this was after my vote, y'all, and I was like, wait a minute. Um, I just now was working in a job <laughs> for 13 and a half years, going on 14. Next year would have been 14. Um, but I'm no longer here, and I was like. That type of work that we was doing and to know that, yeah, we made an impact, but it was still work to be done. Um, and just thinking about, you know, certain policies or whatever else like that, you know, I was real, um, what can you, what, what can you say, informative on certain procedures and stuff like that. And realistically, a lot of things possibly couldn't have got done if it wasn't for the knowledge of me knowing how those processes or those procedures and th those things went. Right. And I'm just thinking like continuously changing 
leadership or the person who oversees certain things, now that I think about it, is an issue. I mean, eight years, like even with, you know, how when I be saying like Almea and stuff like that, like a lot of people that are not rural, you got to give Brandon Scott credit because, you know, he's been getting the backlash since he got in the office, but I still always say he can do better. He can do better. That's what you said you was going to do. Um, if anybody, any advice I can give anybody that's going into city government that want any of these positions, don't make no promises. Don't make no promises that you cannot keep. Don't say what you're going to do because it, that that's my whole thing, that that should be your business, to push what you said you was going to do all the time. All the time, straight up. And it might be some other things that like look politically correct for us, like you showing up to certain events or doing certain stuff. But if it takes you away from what you said you was going to do, then some of those things you got to say, no, I can't come there because I need to be here and I'm still working on this. You know what I'm saying? Especially um, when it came to like the death and the crime and everything outside the city. Um, so initially getting back to the point that I was making when I voted for question K, that was my position. Like, I really thought people was getting here and they was wasting time. They was just staying in these positions. One, because they were popular. They had people to vote for them. And also, a lot of them don't have opposition. Like, a lot of them don't have people that run up against them. Like, they've been in there for so long or whatever else like that. Like, people just don't run against them, especially on the city council, you know, being in the districts and stuff like that. Um, and I was like, no, that needs to change. Um, but I also can see the issue with it. Like, it's so much like Baltimore, I guess. I'm not going to say I guess. It's not no typical city. And this crime is not typical. Like, this stuff that goes on here does not go on everywhere. Yes, we know of other cities where it does. You know, Chicago, whatever, the predominantly um, Black areas, um, low poverty, different stuff like that. Lack of opportunities, um, low income. You know, like generally in those areas, this is where this is happening, right? Um, so I was just thinking, like, no, they need to get out of there. Um, but then just thinking, like, okay, like somebody can be in there and be on a roll and really making a difference. And what I voted for is saying, regardless of the job they're doing, because I was thinking on the position of the people that's doing a not so good job, the ones who I think are doing a bad job, but I did not consider the people that may come in and be doing a good job might come in and be doing a good job and this question K will affect them too. So what the, mm, what the law now says is that regardless of what, they got to be out there in eight years. So after, you know, I voted, I started thinking about all of that. I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't really like that. And then of course, you know, the controversy came up about their pension um, I wasn't feeling it. Me and Bonnie, we was going back and forth because, you know, he was saying their hand was basically um, forced um, because of this question, K, and they had the term limits in the eight years. So the city council president, he had moved um, to make a bill for them to be eligible for their pension in eight years instead of the initial 12, um, meaning after they are pushed out by law, what we voted to say they cannot work past that eight year term in their position um which is two terms because i think it's four years um each term um so they couldn't work in that same position past that right and 
they wanted to be eligible for their pension. And I was like, okay, then I can get it. Like, you know, he had made the points for saying, you know, if people work for their money, of course, people work for their money. People want their money. They don't want to be talking about, oh, no, you got to wait four more years or whatever. And the question K had made it to be um, the eight years so they can get it right now. I guess my side towards the whole matter was that it's so many other issues, so many other bills that they could have pushed on the table. Um, we talked about that and it being a process. So we know that this bill didn't get on the table overnight. So they were already preparing for it. They already knew. And that says another thing too. They already knew that this was going to get pushed through. Um, so that says something else too. Like y'all really know y'all not doing the best job that y'all could be doing. Um, and we also know that there's a lot of stuff, you know, I think, you know, from being in that environment, I know it's a lot of things that stop y'all too from doing exactly what you want to do because like I say, it always has to be politically correct. And that's why I'm no longer in that environment because really your passion to be to help people and you'll join these organizations or different things that say they want to help people. But you come to the realization sometimes that it's really not about that for real. It's, it's, it's a numbers game. So if the numbers ain't showing, or it can be something that really helps somebody, but if it's not, I don't know, y'all, I'm going to get too deep into it. But what I was just basically saying is that, right, so they wanted their pension after the eight years, but I just felt like it was the wrong time. Like, we pushed it through, they got it through. It didn't pass anyway because the mayor, you know, he stopped it. I forgot what the term is. Or whatever I say that he basically stopped the bill. Um, he felt like it was some ethnical um stuff to do with it because he was like it was a vote on something that could benefit them, you know. And I think that way I was thinking too. I know Marnie was saying, like, y'all don't even know why he should have stopped it or whatever. Him or the mayor don't think that he should stop, but I didn't feel like that was fair, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I y'all still gonna get your money. I don't, I don't want y'all not to get y'all money. I want y'all to get y'all money and everything else like that. But Nick Moles, well, you know that wasn't right. All these other issues and stuff like that that we got going on in the city. And the moment that that bill passed, the moment that question K passed and the majority of the citizens voted for it, which puts it into play, you was worried about getting that pension. When y'all already in there getting this money, that was the whole point, that people were saying that y'all was getting this money for all these years and they really deserve it because y'all wasn't doing nothing. like. Uh, you ain't understand that part? And then the audacity of the members from the city council who are now trying to create the bill where they retract question K because they saying that we just, we ain't know the extent of it. Like, and like I said, I can be honest because I didn't think about all of that. I didn't think about how it would affect their pension. I didn't think about what happens when we get people in there who are doing good. You know what I mean? Who are really doing things and that they're going to be moved out anyway. I just was thinking about the ones who are not doing so good and needed to be out there and stop sitting in these seats and holding these jobs and getting these opportunities and not doing nothing. That's what I was taught of. So as a voter, as a citizen of Baltimore, when I went out and voted for that, that was my position at that time. And like I said, I didn't think about it to add to the fact. But it's voted in now. I still think that it's a slap in the face because I'm sure if that was my position, it was a lot of people's position. Um, but I just think that it was a slap in the face, how fast they rolled that bill through um, 
all about that money. It was like self-serving, you know what I mean? Kudos, I, I gave to Brandon Scott for stopping it, for real, because what would that look like? Um, and I get it, because um, people were saying that like, after eight years, um, and you finish waiting, I mean, you finish working for somebody for eight years, and then they tell you four more years, you got to wait to get your pension. But it already was 12 years. So nothing really even changed. Only thing is that you at the eight-year mark, you no longer want to be working in that position. But you already knew you had to wait for 12 years anyway. And it's not like you're going to be left high and dry. Not at all. Because they still get, that's what I'm saying, they still get benefits, they still get perks. Yes, they do. And I was talking on that too because people be saying, oh, it's just so much. And um, they don't really get nothing. They always get the hard, you know. Man, these officials that work for Baltimore, man, they be having some perks. Some people that work down in that man's office, yes. Even the simplest things of being able to park where you want to park at is a perk. You feel what I'm saying? Is a incentive, is a benefit. I, I shared that before too, where they, the parking people get in trouble for giving one of them a ticket. And we ain't talking about the mayor or the city council. We talking about other employees that's down there that's running underneath, you know, programs. Meanwhile, while I'm running down there to go to a meeting, I'm getting tickets now because I had to pay the meeting. But y'all sitting in City Hall all day. Like, make it make sense. Yes, Miss Queen T. Exactly. Exactly, right? I be talking about it because it really just be having me like, what in the what? Like, what in the world? Um, but it was a whole bunch of stuff going on in Baltimore City work for this year. How about y'all remember the water scan? Yeah, when our water was contaminated, it started over in um, West Baltimore. Um, they were saying it was kind of confined to this area, but my thing is all them pipes run Baltimore City water bill, East Baltimore, West Baltimore, we pay them at the same location. So I was telling people, you know, take take caution because if it's over here yeah it was the e coli remember in our water supply then it's over there but you know people be so you know i don't know not in my area i'm over here and i'm over here but none of us really know um all of this other stuff but we have a really good from my understanding a really good um water supply and how they test it or whatever i'll say that and for this to be like one of the first occurrences in a long period of time like it's really that's like really really good so um they still testing they do it several times a week or whatever i'll say that but yeah still be conscious you know because i've been out of the tech world i've been boiling water um and everything else like that especially one water that i'm going to drink um from the water but we bathe in it it's on us all the time and everything else like that but um, Y'all better get out of that idea. We already know our Baltimoreans. We separate East Baltimore and West Baltimore in a heartbeat, don't we? I'm from East Baltimore, so now I reside over West, right? Been over here for a couple of years, so I'm always like, oh, no, that's that West Baltimore stuff. <laughs> we do separate that, don't we? We we say the looks, down from the looks, down to the personalities. Um, you can kind of tell who is from East or who is from West. Um and it is some truth in that. Um, but we do that amongst ourselves, right? But it ain't no difference. And just think about it. When you go out of town, everybody just know Baltimore. There's no one giving you that diff that differentiation between East and West. Oh, you're from East Baltimore, right? Oh, you're from West Baltimore. No, you're from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, we always just be laughing too when people get 
out of town and want to say, I'm from Maryland. They don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to claim Baltimore. Um, but you know, we do that amongst our South East and West Baltimore. Um, but get that out your mind because guess what? If it's starting over here and wrong with this water in West Baltimore, East Baltimore, and that's how the center is being affected too. You know, that's just like saying the corona was over here and not over east, or not like come on, y'all. Come on. We gotta do better in our way of thinking. Um, but I know that that is the Baltimore way. Okay, 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 okay. So what's going on with y'all? How y'all feeling um at the end of the year? Oh my goodness, can y'all believe it? Today is December the 29th. We got two, two more days left. Oh my goodness. Christmas came and went. Um, now we are in the season greeting celebration of Kwanzaa. And what's also really astounding to me is that not more of us as African-Americans um, celebrate Kwanzaa. I always used to get the, the backlash because I never really was into, um, not, not that I wasn't in the holiday of Christmas, but into um, the idea of telling my children it was a Santa Claus and Santa Claus is bringing toys down the chimney. Um, now, a lot of people say, um, don't kill that for the kids. Let kids be kids and everything else like that. And I get that. Um, so my way of telling my kids about the, the, the holiday, I just always say, all of us Santa Claus is the spirit of the season, is the spirit of giving. If you give someone a gift, you are Santa Claus too. Um, but my whole point, yeah, I wasn't giving no, um, no big fat white man my credit <laughs> on side of that but also just to be in more of my conscious state of mind i think that when i had kids um and i was at the point where i knew um some more things and i was more knowledgeable or whatever like that i just thought that it was just like certain things that they knew so um like i said i can remember working on being in a job some people used to be also shocked to know that my children didn't believe in santa claus and them not believing in it didn't change it not now bit. So um the same way they used to question my reasoning to um not proclaiming to my kids that it's the Santa Claus and going along with that whole story. I used to ask them like why do you? Why do you? Why do you go with it? Because my kids was just decided to wake up the toys or whatever I was like that knowing that someone else, whoever gave it to them, that was my explanation of the Santa Claus. But you know, I used to always get, oh, you know, people do that when they ain't got money. They can't buy their kids this and that. So they can say, no, I just wanted my kids to know the truth. Well, like I said, I wasn't giving no man no credit for that. And I wanted them to focus more on the purpose of the holiday, more so the gifts. And to also let them understand what the reality of it was. Um, because unfortunately, y'all, and a lot of us be blinded, it only be us. A lot of times in our culture who celebrate Christmas that be worried about all that, getting all of this on Christmas, um, running ourselves into financial hardships to buy this and buy that and buy this and buy whatever on a certain day, on a certain day. And that's why a lot of times it don't only be people said that they are missing their loved ones like people really get depressed about not being able to buy gifts and unfortunately knowing my consciousness right 
I felt myself falling in it a little bit, right? Because one, I'm not I don't have that consistent income that I had from that job. And I'm like, dang, I can't get my kids this. I can't get in that. Feeling all bombing. I'm like, wait a minute. Look, if you do for your kids all through the year, God is keeping you. Um, every day is a gift. Every day your life is a gift. To be able to have lights, a roof over your head, all that is a gift. That's what you have to remember, right? Um, so it wasn't that um, I wasn't into the holiday. It just, unfortunately, I was getting caught into that. And I had to get that up off of me. Because I was like, no, you ain't never been like this. Even when I had, um, but that's how, but that's how the enemy would do, right? He'd get in your head, right? He had you all thinking all types of stuff. Because I'm like, even when I felt that I did have the finances to kind of buy whatever I wanted, I never was into that. I never did that. You know what I mean? Um, and recently at the beginning, though, it was last year um, for my New Year's resolution. And I always say, God will prepare you for things on the line that he knows that's coming, right? One of my New Year's resolution was if I can't buy it twice, I won't get it. So that went for anything. A car, a TV, a piece of, uh, a piece of clothes, um, some shoes, whatever. If I went in the store and I wanted these shoes, and they was $50, and I didn't have an extra hundred, meaning, even though I didn't want two pair of shoes, but if I couldn't afford to buy two pair at that time, then I need them that big. And that really, really helped me financially be able to put money up and everything. Because like, God knew I was going to need it. He knew that he was going to make things happen for me to push on his job. He knew that I was going to need these couple of what's your name, um, this, this money kind of, you know, to get me through because that was my mindset at that time. Um, and it worked. Thank God it worked. It worked. And it helped me. It definitely did. Um, but yeah, y'all, I felt me getting in that slum like, oh my gosh, I can't get them this. Oh my goodness. I want to get my daughter this and dang, I would have. But I'm like, no, don't do all that. You know, you talk to your kids like I've always did. And then say, you know, it's not really necessarily important that you get it on Christmas. You won't get it. Like you get it stuff all through the year on all different days. So my children, they just be appreciative. They be like, thank you. They be saying, um, they don't even want certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yesterday was my son's birthday. He was 22. Um, he turned 22. Hey, birthday, Najee. Um, today, um, is a couple of other people's birthday who I seen. Oh, the Capricorns is on, right? The Caps is bad. I don't get what nobody say, right? Uh, the Caps is bad. It's not one Capricorn that I don't know that's not that. Like, straight up. They the real goats for real. Um, I'm a Leo. I'm the, the, the beast of every jungle and everything it is. But I gotta give, um, a big shout out to the Caps. And they ain't saying it because my oldest son is a Capricorn. But they are just loving, generous um, people. Now, who is this calling me? Scam Likely. I usually have it on Do Not Disturb, so excuse me, but yeah, that's the Scam Likely. They hit me something good. Um, yes, King, people have to understand the reason for the season, bottom line, and people don't enough. Um, so that had started me to say this, this statement, like on the Kwanzaa, you know, considering that this is um, a celebration of our African-American culture, I am really, really astounded that people are so pressed, so pressed, so pressed to have their children believe in a white man Santa Claus versus celebrating this Kwanzaa celebration. Not enough of us celebrate this. 
in my opinion. Not enough of us. Not enough of us. You know what I'm saying? And Kwanzaa having them seven principles um, of the season, of us as a people collectively can definitely do your children so good. So why you criticizing me and why I don't want my children to learn about um, <laughs> Santa Claus or whatever I said that they they know about him, but I explain them just like anything else. He's a cartoon, just like Spider Man, just like all of that Spider Man, Superman, whoever, all the cartoons. Um, you know, I break down things down for my kids, let them know what reality from falsehood is. And unfortunately, y'all, as much as y'all criticize me, Santa Claus is a falsehood. He's not real. 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 And I didn't feel right as the mother to make my children think that he is not. If that's your thing, that's your thing. That's your thing. Um, and but it's weird to me because I seen people posting that too. It's weird, it's not right or whatever said that, but it's weird to me that you would want your children to believe that, you know, even when I was naive and not as, as conscious, you know, when I had my first son who just turned 22 yesterday and I kind of, you know, used to go to sleep, Santa Claus and everything else like that. I at least was telling him he was black when he was telling me. And I didn't understand that either in these schools with predominantly black children. You know what I'm saying? That's the image of it. Like all of my pictures when I was living with Santa Claus, this is big white man. Cause that's what they told us that it was this white man, like everything that comes good from this white man. He don't want to give me all these toys. And he come, no. When I found out that it was my mother, I was more humble too. And I think I was like 10 when I really found out and put two and two together. Yes, I let the cat out the bag to my cousins and all. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. I was being nosy, like, uh-uh. I seen my mother, I seen your mother. They was in the attic, they was being big. Ain't nobody come here. Because I was determined to find out, you know, like, once you get a little older, I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't making sense. We living in projects, we don't have no chimney. So I really was asking questions, well, how are you getting here? What are you knocking on the door? Why? Why won't we be asleep? Why? Why? And it's because you sleep, because, yeah, they really want you to be asleep, to believe that. Sleep in your mind. Well, that probably went over some people's head. Um, but anyway, yes, I'm really surprised that we don't celebrate Kwanzaa more amongst ourselves. Um, for people who don't know what Kwanzaa is, Kwanzaa is an annual celebration of African-American culture. Um, it starts the date at the Christmas 1226 leading up to January 1st. Um, it's several principles of Kwanzaa starting on the 26th. You have Umoja, which is uni, unity. The 27th is Kuji Chakalia. I always like saying that. Um, my favorite aunt, Aunt Candy, I remember she used to always tell me the story where she was like in this little group and that was her African name um, that was given to her while she was in this group. Um, right here over in West Baltimore, Kuji Chakalia, um, which stands for self-determination. Um, my cousin, if they birthday was on the 27th, um, that definitely, definitely fits her. I definitely can understand that self-determination. Um, she's always determined to be a better self um, and getting more knowledge of self and encouraging in others too. Um, I gave her a shout out on social media. Yes, the day before my son's birthday. I can tell y'all that story. 
Um, now, I went to and label on the 27th. I did go and label on December the 27th, and I thought that I was going to have him on her birthday. It was early in the morning, um, but I didn't wind up having him until 3-11 on December the 28th. Um, and ironically, it is one of my best girlfriends, Amira, Amy Howard's birthday. Um, so I did have him on my cousin Ife's birthday, but it's still special that I went to labor on her day and had him on 1228 and wind up having him on my good girlfriend, Amira Howard's birthday. So that is her birthday twin. Um, and if y'all know her, she's crazy, but she's good crazy. So I was like, oh my goodness. Um, but her and my son, they are total opposites. They do like to laugh. Um, they are nonchalant because that's a Capricorn thing too. They real nonchalant. They the most nonchalant, caring and uncaring people you ever want to meet. Um, that's why I love them so. But if they love you, they love you and they love you on you hard. That's why I love a good old Capricorn. Um, the 28th is Ujima, collective work and responsibility. The 29th is Ujima, cooperative economics. The 30th is Nia's purpose. The 31st is Kuwamba creativity. And January 1st is Imani, which is the faith. Um, so get more knowledgeable, Black people, us Africans, about Kwanzaa, about the celebration, what it consists of. Um, it was originated in 1966 by Mulani Karinga. I know I'm probably saying his name wrong. Um, <laughs> but y'all know, know your history and everything else like that. My tongue, my tongue be moving. Um, what they used to say, my grandma used to say I was old Geechee. Um, remember the little holes that used to be right here, they used to call them Geechee holes. Um, mine's closed up though, but my first son, he was born with one and we talk fast. So my tongue be flapping and moving. And I told y'all a lot of time, you know, chest real, the gutter chest real, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. Um, I'm not no pronunciation scholar, but I try and I be talking my talk, right? <laughs> Letting y'all know on the what and the what. Um, but that's another thing too. I, I'm going to do better. Um, that's something too that I fall short on, right? And I, I noticed that and someone brought it to my attention. And if you do this, please stop. Is that, um, not make jokes about yourself, but anything that I feel that someone else can criticize, or I know that's not that good, I tend to highlight it or joke about it myself. Like, what is it? I kind of bully myself about it, right? And we talked about this on the show before, like you really had to speak life um, and see your life, right? So even though I know sometimes different stuff be an issue, like I ain't gotta keep saying it. I ain't gotta keep beating myself down or talking about that. So if you like that and you got that habit, um, that's what we were talking about, the New Year's resolution. And you sitting around and you be like that. I do it every day. I sit around, oh, girl, I'm a fat mess. Every time I go to put clothes on, oh, no, I'm a fat mess. I know I said to say, but I just got to do stuff, right? You got to do stuff to change that. So um, I hope that you guys are embracing the end of the year, closing out with 2022, and that 2023, you're looking for a more joyous, more peaceful, more loving, more prosperous new year for you in the 2023. What is your new year's resolution? Do you have any new year, new you, the cliche and the taboo. Now, the cliche is that everyone says when the new year is starting off, everyone always has a resolution 
on what they're going to change, what they're going to do better. But look, don't let them hate on you. I love it. And I live for it. You better live. If it's anything to make yourself better and you got to use the new year, baby, then, then use it. Resolution yourself up. And it does not have to just be one. It does not have to be one. And then the taboo of it is, is that, you know, people really don't really want to talk about the the not so good stuff that they need to change, right? People will say that I'm going to do this or, you know, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to lose this weight, but you don't talk about what is causing you to keep gaining the weight, right? Because the truth is a lot of us got some messed up habits. We snacking in the middle of the night. Not that you can snack in the middle of the night, but if you know you're sitting there and you want to lose weight, then that ain't the right thing for you, right? You got to address that. You got to do better. Um, so I'm back. That was part of my New Year's resolution. I'm trying to lose a couple of pounds. Not no couple, honey. I need about a good 25, good 30 off of me. But what I'm learning is, is just to love myself and still live in the moment because I feel like I wasted too much time. Too much time doing that, baby. Got myself short. Like I said, not going somewhere. Oh, I'm a fat mess. Oh, no, this don't look right. Oh, no. I'm watching they sitting and not living where people is done every day. What is wrong with me? And if you're doing that, I'm going to ask you, what is wrong with you? You better get right for 2023. You hear me? There's a lot of people here, not here, that would love to be here. Come on now. You done lost some people this year that you know that was full of life. The life of the parties, all of that. All of that. And what people get it twisted is that you do not have to be sick. Something tragic does not have to happen to you. No, it does not. People die of natural causes as well every day. Free accidents. All of that every day. And if you're still living, you better live. You about to live, right? Get right for 2023. Um, and don't just take anything in 2023. You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of us was doing that too in 2022. Um, I felt myself doing it in some situations, just so used to this year for me, like I said, it was the growth year. Um, this year was the year that God has worked things in a way to break some cycles for me. And some things that I was conditioned in. And, and th this was the uncomfortable year. To get me uncomfortable to break some of those cycles. And some of those things that I was really like conditioned to. Like in a, in a routine. Like in a routine. Knowing things. You know what I'm saying? Bothered me. Um, just stuck in this. Constant, like hedgehog day. That's what it felt like. A replay every day, every day, every day. Trying to go on, going into environments, going into circles where I got to do my uh, meditation every day, every day. Stay, oh my goodness, don't do this. Don't say that. Don't say that. When God was really telling me the whole time, like, no, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be moving. Oh, you, you still want to play? Oh, all right, well, I'm going to let this happen in a way that's going to make you so uncomfortable. Um, I'm going to let people, oh, yeah, you forgave them. You did that and do that. Oh, yeah, oh, you forgot. I'm going to let them hurt you again so we can start healing you. I'm going to let them betray you again. Oh, yes, this year in 2022, we have been neglected, disrespected, all of that, right? Well, what's the more? Look, I'm trying to rhyme for y'all because y'all know that's my thing. We got neglected, disrespected, 
all of that stuff. But I can remind you that all of that stuff that was bad, baby, happened for your good. So if you is looking, you listening now, I just want you to take the moment and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because it all was for your good to make you better. And I'm better. I'm better. I'm wiser. I'm stronger. And I'm still growing. I'm still evolving. And I still am. It's been a whole bunch of stuff going on through this year. We brung up a couple of things that was like hot topics, breaking news. Um, but one of the most highlights that I wanted to do on this show was that. And just saying like, yeah. It was so many losses this year. And I hope that whatever your resolutions are, is definitely going to lead you into the energy of gaining. That's right. More love, more life, more laughs, all of that. 2023 should be a year. Start the day that you want to gain more. And then gaining more and then your growth and evolving is not all about um, finances. You know, that's one of my, my resolutions too. Um, I want to be more informed of self. Um, going to do a little bit more insight and digging into my culture and who I am um, as an African woman. I wanted to do my ancestry um, to see exactly what is like what I'm made of. You know what? What is all this up in here? My DNA. What is all of this? Because y'all, yeah, I'm talking about a weird yeah. I a lot of times I feel weird. Like I ain't like everybody else. Y'all be feeling like that. Like, I'm not like everybody else. Like, I like other people, but I be like, I'm not like them. Like, I always felt like I was different. So I'm going I'm to say, I'm going to say weird, because people call it weird these days, but weird is good. So if you're feeling like you weird, look, baby, you all good. May live for you, for real. Um, but yeah, what do you want you to, I'm clearing my throat again, y'all. I'm so wishing in this heat. I need to call somebody. If I got hear somebody in the background, like, turn this heat down. Because as soon as I get off this show, which is winding down, ain't it, y'all? I be talking, I be talking. I tell you these two hours, they just fly like no other. Um, but, yeah, what is after the show, I'm going to get me some air. I'm stepping outside to get me some air, get me a little um, release. Yeah, just from being in the house. Just from being in the house. I'm always in the dead one house. Um, so just pray for one another, y'all. Love on each other. Pray for one another. Pray for the good things. Pray for the good things to happen and manifest amongst one another. Um, but that's definitely one of my New Year's resolution. Um, I want to do my ancestry, my DNA, find out what's all of this going on um, up inside of me. I'm just trying to get more consciousness of self. Um, still focus on just loving me more, um, loving things about me. Um, you know, like I said, in that serenity prayer, accepting the things <laughs> that I cannot change. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Acknowledging the things that I can, you know, giving me the courage, you know what I'm saying? And the wisdom to know the difference. Um, so just focusing on that, like self-love, loving myself, um, showing up for people um, and showing them love, you know, continue to give um, what I want to receive. That is my New Year's resolution. 
Um, everything that I feel that does not make me feel good about myself will make me feel whole. I am addressing that. I, I started. I, I already started. I'm addressing it. Um, I'm addressing it. I'm just trying to get right, y'all. I'm just trying to get right. And just like I told y'all, it's ain't never nothing wrong with that. It's never nothing wrong with that. Um, a lot of let go um, for, you know, the taboo part of it. Um, a lot of things um, that happened this year, like I said, as far as me beating myself up about things in my life, um, that's one of my New Year's resolutions, letting it go. Um, when that 31st come, leaving it there, and in 2022, working more on um, forgiving myself, more on forgiving myself and forgiving other people. Um, oh, no, I ain't got to forget. Um, but forgiveness is very important. Very, very important because I know um, that our father has forgiven me. Because you know, a lot of us have done some things that don't like child that don't nobody know, but you and God. Come on now, come on with it. Don't nobody know, but you and God. Um, but I thank God that He has forgiven me and has kept me in His mercy. Um, and so, who am I not to show someone um, that same mercy or that grace? Um, someone I feel who has wronged me. Now, don't mean I got to deal with you or, you know, in that same light or whatever, I'll say that, but forgiveness, um, we always talk about forgiveness is not necessarily for the other individual, but for yourself, um, because you got to let that go. Um, so it's a lot of, for me, it was the opposite. You know, I did a lot of forgiving, um, but the way that it made me feel and the way that it beat me up, a lot of stuff, um, I couldn't forgive myself for it. You know what I'm saying? And that was the task. That was a really, really crazy task for me this year. And I really am uh, working on that. For the new year, I said that. As much as I can show grace um, and mercy and I get that part of forgiveness, I had to reflect that same understanding on myself. So that's one of my resolutions to definitely make sure um, that I do this this year, reflect that forgiveness on myself. I'm looking like what's going on? Uh, my son creeping around in the background. He like foot anyway. He like foot. Um, right, getting some food. Um, whatever else is the case. Um, but yeah, Miss Queen T, you was here, girl. You shouted them out in them comments. Hello, ladies and gents. Um, we talked about that when we were talking about the lady who shot her husband. Um, take them two years, girl. Take them two years. She don't want to, but my suggestion is take those two years. Take those two years. Y'all, I've been talking about everything. Like, since this show has started on 8-11, y'all, I'll be, like, talking about everything, especially if it's some breaking news or whatever I see um, that come up, especially here in Baltimore City, um, where I reside. Yes, baby, I brings it to the table. Let's talk about it. Um, so just like I will encourage you to inbox me if you have some what in the what or what in the worlds. I ain't got to find them by myself. You can send them to me. And guess what? I'll talk about them on the show. And I'll even give you the shout out for giving me um, the topic to discuss. Also, um, extend the invite. Anybody want to be a guest? Miss Queen T, you might want to think about it, girl. Um, a lot of people think that they have to be or have a business or whatever to be a guest. But I definitely would appreciate anyone who is a supporter, a listener, 
follower who shared the page, who had liked it. And by the way, if, if you ain't went and locked that, you better leave page at, you need to do so. I got a thousand something followers um, on Facebook, all my friends, everything else like that. I sent everybody, everybody that invite. And all of y'all people be sending me y'all invites for y'all pages, and I do it right away. So don't tell me you ain't see it in a notification. Just put, pick it. Yes, yes. Accept it. Go on and like it. Go ahead and follow. Um, even if you ain't going to really follow. You feel me? That's the means of support. Um, so also, when you're watching the show, um, you can share onto your page. That's the means of support. Um, like I said, you can hit me up. Hit me up in the inbox on the You Better Live page. You also can reach out directly. Go to www.beexposedradio.com. That's the website. Um, inquire about being a guest. If you want to add, you want some information shared, we can do it. I'm going to plug you in, okay? Um, <laughs> the phone lines are always open when I'm on the air. Um, I know y'all love to hear my voice. Um, but yes, other people would love to hear y'all voice as well. So get on air. Um, we also um, set financial um, support for the show. I think it's money sign, be exposed or whatever on there. I don't know. Of course, I got my own, but I ain't, you know. But yeah, if you can support any way you can support, support, you know, love is love. And we definitely, definitely would appreciate it. Um, yes, like I told y'all, my show has started 811 right here on Be Exposed. Um, radio, be exposed media. This is definitely the station. Um, if you want to be exposed, if you want some things to be exposed, hit us up. Um, and just like I said, for the new year, if you're interested in coming on here on the guest with me, you had some topics or um, some things that you would like to see me discuss and to talk about, you know, put it all on the table, the what and the what's, the what and the worlds, and the what and the what. All of that stuff, because you know I bring you the what's up, what's up, and the what and the what's, right? <laughs> um, you send it to me, send it to me, talk to me more, come through, because guess what? Um, you love to talk to me, and you know I love to talk to you. Let's do it all the time. Your news and our views. Don't leave me on here, y'all. Don't leave me on here, because we be having some stuff to talk about. So don't be shy. Don't be shy. And be my guest, be my guest, be my guest, be my guest. Um, but when the new year roll up, y'all gonna see my reel. Um, I do have a guest for the first Thursday of the year, and I'm working to book up those all those other Thursdays. Yes, indeed. I gotta bring my girl back on here, Shalina Brown. I know y'all always see me plugging her and them blossom blends. How many commercials I give her? But I gotta bring her back on here because she was like one of the first guests. Um a big shout out to Shalina Brown, Frankie Jones, um, M Hotel. You know what I'm saying? Um, Baba M Hotel. Um, how was have I had on here? Oh, Sister Bia, Bia, Bia Jordan, who was on here with me last week. When we were talking about the positives of positivity. Um, yes, all of my gosh, y'all. I'm so so very grateful for y'all. Um, so grateful for the people that took the time on the show, to come through, to talk the talk, tell what was going on with them, because, you know, it's always some form of encouragement, um, some type of information and knowledge I try to bring y'all, because, yes, knowledge is power. We cannot, not, not um, neglect to share the knowledge or whatever that we can. What was that? I heard a little beeping. Um, <laughs> 
Um, but it's all good. Oh, it's a notification. Someone on Facebook commented on my post, but that's probably on my regular page. <laughs> on um, Facebook or the regular page, I am Chastity the Inspirance Dorsey. I am going to update that too in a year. Um, but the page here is the You Better Live. You Better Live. Um, I send it out to all of my friends, but guess what? I'm not. Um, guess what? Go to the little magnifying glass on the thing on page. You'll find it. You'll see it. Um, just like how the little thing comes on the show, yellow and black, you better live. Um, when you go on there, you'll see my picture. Um, sitting on there. Come on, y'all. I like it, like it, like it. Gotta get them follows up, gotta get those views up. Um, all that good stuff. It's just showing you um what support is out there, and support is definitely love. So just like I said, I appreciate y'all. Um, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, I was giving my shout out for the people that was here. Also, want to give a shout out to my um, my station family, Monty Wally. Like I always say, big ups to him for giving him me this opportunity. My boy Nate, yes, Nate Kowser, um, Best Eye Blue, whose show comes on Fridays at five. The Artist Exchange, followed by the Skyline at seven. So be sure to check them out. Um, but this year, since I started the show, has been a good one. The year overall has been, like I said, weird, um, realizing just so much death, so much death. I guess the older that you get and um, so many funerals that you go to, you know what I mean? You just, life just kind of pushes you towards that and just living or whatever. So that's my main focus right now, just living, just living is living and learning how to let stuff go, forgive, forgive, forgive. Um, not only others, but also myself, um, focusing on how I feel and how others feel. Um, people say you and your feelings, but I think that that's important to acknowledge people's feelings and um, try to understand them as well. Um, so in all situations, you know, what you say or how you cry stuff or how you respond or how whatever the case um, can hurt somebody. I ain't, I ain't into none of that. Not no more. You know what I'm saying? All that. That means stuff and all that. Try to make somebody feel some type of way. I don't like it. So I definitely ain't trying to um, bring that on in nobody's life. Um, so the new year is coming. New year, new you. Your new year resolutions. Um, the cliche and the taboo. Um, <laughs> so that was today's topic. We know the cliche of the resolutions is always losing weight. Always something else. Oh, another New Year's resolution for me is too is what people say is the dream um, of financial fee, um, freedom is at least having five streams. Yeah, that's the magic number now, five streams of income. Um, so I'm working on that. I don't care. Even if it's something that I'm getting a cent or a dollar a day from that way, um, that's what I'm going to do. Because, honey, like I say, God had prepared me um, into the season that I am now. Um, to not, I can't even say really have it like that. I'm, 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 I'm working on my verbiage too, and the words that I speak over my, over my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not long, no longer saying I'm fat. <laughs> I'm no longer saying I'm broke. None of that. You know what I'm saying? I find a positive <laughs> way to say it to affirm it in my life. You know what I'm saying? Say, you know, I can lose a couple of pounds and I'm going to do this and do that. I, I'm not financially in a position to get that right now, but then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Cause like I tell you that, that, that tongue, 
that song that song they say that um it's a powerful tool it is y'all i'm trying to tell you anything that you practice for too long you gonna master so you keep on beating yourself down and keep on saying that that's what you're gonna be so i'm just choosing to speak life and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna speak life um my new year's resolutions um and my life just like yours is going to open up um it's going to be abundantly blessed um abundantly joyous and peaceful and loving and all of that in 2023 um you just watch um i'm practicing smiling more um accepting invites um to go out and to gauge, engage with people more no matter how i feel um, cause a lot of times you be in that rut and you just don't feel like doing nothing. Right. Um, but I've learned how to break out of that because if I sit here and I keep on saying I'm sad or I'm depressed or something, not right. That's what I'm going to be. So, uh, and being okay, not being okay. Um, that's how I learned to break myself up out of it. I'd be like, no, I'm getting up out of here. I don't feel like it, but I'm getting out of here because like, what's the point? I, I complain that I don't get to go nowhere. I don't get to do nothing. But then when I get little invites or something like that or something I can get into, I beat myself up with being my own head about why not to do it anyway. So if you are guilty of that, you stop doing that too, here. You stop doing that too. Speak life into your life. I hope that all of your New Year's resolutions, whether they be considered cliche or taboo, are for you. So whatever you're thinking that came into your spirit that you need to change, Whatever are you in life that need to be better, I pray that they are better. Um, pray it and speak it um, to yourself. Manifest it every day. Um, all things are possible. You can be whatever you want to be. Um, and if you are aiming for the betterment of yourself, to love yourself more, to love life more, to laugh more, and just to live, then go for it. Do you hear me? Go for it. Go for it and don't let nobody stop you and start your New Year's resolution today. I also am wondering, what are y'all doing for the new year? Hit me up and let me know in the inbox. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people with cliche. Um, a lot of people usually, you know, go out. Um, I know New York is big for doing a ball drop. I know here in Baltimore, we all going to have the fireworks. Um, back this year, I seen that the festivities at the end of Harbor, I think they begin at 6. Um, six to twelve, I believe, right there by the um skating ring. Um, in the beginning, I don't know. I never really go out for New Year's. Um, it's been some years. I used to have like a gathering at my house, but I got tired of having to clean up all day on January first because you know when people come to your house to party. You know, us black folk anyway. You know, when people come to your house to party, baby. People act like you, yeah, it be a party, don't they? People forget where the trash cans at. <laughs> <laughs> you find all types of stuff, chicken bones, soda cans, all that stuff, all on the couch and everything. But I do miss that. Um, I do miss doing that. Um, a lot of people go to church um, for the new year, go to church, church it up. Um, but whatever you do, I hope that it's a blessed one. This is the last show um, for the year. I'm ready to wrap it up, guys. It is now um, a couple of minutes before nine and you know that is my time um but it's always great to be here with y'all it's always great i think y'all my shout outs right um shout out to my viewers my supporters and everyone 
even the ones who don't comment. Um, I know a couple of my supporters that I can shout out. Um, of course, I did my girl, Miss Queen T, um, my girl, Shalina Brown, my boy, Mike, Michael Graves, um, East Baltimore fam, um, my uh, sister-in-law, Irene, uh, my bro, LL Conti, my mother, Janet, my godmother, Cheryl, um, just everybody who has came through here, right? Everybody who has blessed my show. And whatever type of way I gave Shane Frankie Jones um came here as a guest Brown. I'm trying to make sure I don't I didn't forget anybody. And then if I didn't remember to shout you out, um, charge it to my head and not my heart, because you definitely have a special place in my heart. Um, being so that this is my destiny and you share in it with me. It's always a pleasure, guys. Yes, it is to come through your news and reviews. Always a pleasure to come through. And guess what? Y'all better catch me out in the new year. Yes. Because new year, new you, and that goes for my show too. So y'all got to stay tuned to check it out and see what's going to be new with the You Better Live. But at the end of the day, we still going to be on here living. I'm still going to be on here giving you the what's up, what's up, the what and the what. You feel me? Letting you know what's what, what's what, all of that good stuff. So make sure you join me, y'all, next Thursday. It's going to be a new year. It's going to be 2023. But come on back with me on the You Better Live radio show. It's your girl, Chess, Chess Real, the Empress, Lady Cake Mix. And I'm ready. We out of here. That is if my producer is ready, right? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? We ready. We ready, y'all. <laughs> See y'all later. I love y'all. God loves you. God bless you. And you better live. Happy New Year. Season's greetings. See y'all next Thank you.